0: selling a course from 1985, the credibility of him putting 100,000 people through the seminar is what he had, and he's the expert. You don't have to be the expert. you just got to be the guy to line up interviews with a series of experts on a certain subject. You don't have time to create a whole different product, but you've got the ability to do the interviews and to interview other people in the related niche and build the value of this information product. another interview with a gentleman named Peter out of Australia. Peter is an internet marketer and he had created an information product with a series of seven audio interviews from Australia's top marketing experts. He had asked me to review his website promotion including his name capture page in his sales letter. So, In this recording, you're going to hear myself and Peter going over ideas of how we can improve his promotion. We also talk about other opportunities that he can use since he has the expert ability to record and edit and produce web audio. I hope you find this helpful. Enjoy. When did you first develop this product, the audio recordings?
1: Well, I developed them about six to eight weeks ago, so I did the first interviews early this year.
0: So you're trying to sell six or seven hours of audio interviews.
1: Now, did these guys send out your offer to their list, or you're not sure? I am sure, yeah. A couple of them have and I gave you the results of those in the email that I sent you yesterday. Been that was Frank Garen and Chris Blore, and I suppose it's been pretty disappointing to be honest. I think everyone's been surprised. We got a total of about 324 hits on their affiliate links between them, and that's going out to probably at least a combined list of 200,000 or more, so I think it points to perhaps I mean, obviously, the first question is an issue in the message that they sent out. Frank did two mailings. It was just basically an endorsement on this product, this collection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. I've
0: tried over the years creating a membership site and selling my audio recordings, and I failed. It just didn't work. I mean, I had the same idea to have a membership site and sell access to my audio recording. You know, at that time, I had 60 or 70 or maybe even 80 hours of content, and I piled on the bonuses. I would get people to sign up. I had like a gold and a platinum. I had 19.95 a month, and I had a 29.95 a month, and it was for a membership site access to all the audio recordings. there were a couple problems because I still had some of the content that was for free. So I was always in between, well, am I going to be better off giving it away for free or trying to sell it? When I realized it just wasn't happening, people would sign up on the membership site and they would download everything and then instantly they would just cancel their membership. So it was an ongoing monthly automatic recurring membership that I set up with PayPal. And people would cancel. I guess a lot of people on the Internet... If they're pretty good at searching around, for one example, you got my site that in some way is a competitor to what you're doing, and I'm giving it all away for free. And There's so much free content out there that I think part of it, and I don't know for sure. It's probably a combination of things. I don't think a lot of people want to pay for a lot of stuff that they can get free. That's one part of it. Another thing in the sales letter that I saw, and I don't know if everyone on those lists Know who these guys are. You know, you see the names and stuff, and you've been around internet circles, and I've seen the names, but I don't know who these people are or what they do. So when you're talking about these interviews with these people, You know, you do go into it a little bit in the sales letter, but without hearing anything or sampling what they sound like, I think it's a tough thing to sell. It really is. I mean, like I said, over the years I've had a real hard time selling just the audio interviews on my site, and that's why I'm giving it away. Now, I'll use my audio on my site, to sell people on me and to sell people on the content and use the audio recordings as a way to get people to the site, you know, over and over again. And then what I've done over the years, and it's something you can consider, I know, you know, time isn't on your side, but, you know, the reality is it just takes time. You know, let's say I do a, an audio interview with someone on joint ventures. And then they like that audio, and I capture their attention. Then I can direct them to an offer, like on a more targeted and niche type product. And you said it right there in your letter. Maybe you should create something that's a little more niche and more specific rather than that general internet marketing. Flavor. You said it in your email. You think you maybe should come up with something that's a little more niched. There's a lot of competition. I mean, there are so many other niches that you and I could both be spending our time in and probably make a ton more money because we're not focusing. We're just Internet marketing. I mean, that's what I've been trying over my years is to niche and create specific niche products that there's really not that much competition on. So what you're doing, it's a tough road to go. It really is. I know. Yeah. I've been giving it away for free for many years, and it's only been the last 18 months or so that I finally started to create individual products and start using my audio to sell those products. So I'm definitely moving more to niching my products and selling more niche
1: products. Now, you're working still within the marketing sort of business improvement. Type niches just micro niches under that is that right you know if you go to my site and you look at all the different categories of stuff
0: like for instance my website all those free audios get people back to the site right. now sprinkled through those Audio. anyone going there for the first time, I call it the monkey maze. When you go to a local fair or carnival, there's a fun house and there's a little thing you go in and it's got all the mirrors facing different ways and you can't figure out which way you're going. My site's kind of like that. People get in there and they get lost in the site and they're bouncing around and they see a headline that may attract their attention say it's on joint venture or on marketing consulting or making money as a consultant. I've got these audios positions in places on the site, preferable places on the site, where I want to lead people to stuff that I want to sell them. So on my site, I must have 20 hours of audio recordings all on marketing consulting, because that's my big-end, back-end seller. It's a $3,900 package that I sell on how to become marketing consultant. That's the HMA. Yeah, that's the HMA. So I'm using my site, the free content, to get people there, to educate them big time, give them a lot of great value. Some of those people filter out on the other end and buy my HMA stuff, or they'll buy my joint venture product, or they'll buy my how-to-buy-a-business product with Art Hamill, or a number of my other products. You've got Frank Darren, I've heard of him. Jack Humphrey, I've heard of him. Russell Bronson, I've heard of them all, but I don't really know anything about them. It's not like if I saw your sales letter, I've heard of them maybe through emails and stuff, but I really have no idea what any of them do and what they've accomplished to where I'd really want to investigate more. It's got to be spoon fed to me. One idea, and I haven't listened to the recordings, what if you did five or ten minute clips of your interviews with each one of them up on your sales page? and kind of let people listen to a little bit of the product. And I've done this pretty successfully. For instance, my joint venture product, I have a joint venture recording where it ends after the first part. There's three parts. And then I say, if you like this and you want to hear the other two parts for free, email me and in the subject line write joint venture, and then I'll send you a link. So they'll do that, and then I'll send them to the sales letter that explains that the remaining two parts of the recording are in this free 30-day trial for my joint venture product. If you took those recordings and gave them the first five or ten minutes, that might
1: help. I've got some samples up on the website, but not many. I suppose I was just surprised that I thought that the marketing would work reasonably well because each of them would send out to their lists, and we should get some kind of reasonable response from their own lists. But that hasn't proven to be the case. In this case, that was a lesson learned. When you get like uh, sort of two or three hundred clicks for two or three mailings to that size list is pretty disappointing. Now, I should tell you something. Good thing you didn't mail it in the mail, huh?
0: Oh, that's exactly right. Really, the greatest investment, if you can do it, is to hire a good copywriter to do it. Exactly right. so you yeah. could hire a great copywriter and he could go through those six or seven hours of audio yeah. and really pull out and dissect all the selling benefits of that. Sure. And He could probably put together a great letter that would do a lot better than what you have. Yeah. Yeah, cool. You're doing interviews. Do you like the interview process? Sure, yeah, I'm I'm comfortable with that. You can do interviews, and it doesn't cost too much money just getting the people to agree. I would recommend you look for some niche topic that there's no competition on. I'll give you an example. There was a guy who ordered the same course you ordered. By the way, you'll have that once it's edited. It's an hour consultation I did with him. A guy named Drew took him like a half a year to put together a product on how to make money playing online, Texas Hold'em poker. You know how popular poker is now, right? Sure. So it's all over television, at least here in the United States. And so he put his own sales letter together, kind of sent me an email similar to what you had. He wrote it himself. He had a great course. He had about four hours of audio, systems and strategies and everything. Put a ton of work into the product. But I really liked his product because it's a huge market. What he was selling was a system to go on the internet and get in a game and when over 90% of the time playing online and he came up with a real unique strategy to do that first of all because it's poker you've got gambling which is almost like alcohol and drugs it's like addictive right so you have a very high passion index for it and being able to do it online it's that opportunity to make easy money so it has a lot of great appeals and he was selling this thing for just $14 and I'm like well here's the reason you're not selling he was selling it as an ebook. he didn't have the confidence in him to sell a thing for 500 or $600 or 1000 bucks, which he could do. See, I like that market because it's very popularized. You have a humongous market for it. He's got a good product. His audio is pretty good. His course is already done. He really needs to invest in creating a better sales letter or some good promotion, some good press releases or a good audio infomercial, something I do, to sell it. The whole game is in the copy and in, in selling it, it's a good sales piece. So You can't do it yourself, which I can't in a lot of ways. I can do it through talking. you got to invest in a good, skilled copywriter to do it for you. Yeah. But I'm thinking, what if you found already an expert? Like if you went over to ClickBank, what you have is the skill to do an audio interview. You can do the recordings. Yeah. That's what people are lacking. A lot of people don't have that skill or don't know how to do it. You do your own editing and everything? Okay, so that's a great skill right there. I've done the same thing with my HMA system. I'm not the expert. Richard is the expert. The same thing with my Art Hamill business buying system. I'm not the expert. He's the expert. The Art Hamill course that I sell, which I sold hundreds of at 395 and 595 really all I did was take his expertise, which he had. He was doing seminars back in 1985. I'm selling a course from 1985, the credibility. Of him putting 100,000 people through the seminar is what he had, and he's the expert. You know, I must give six or seven hours of free audio away to sell the course. And then the course, of course, is the 1985 training plus some additional audio. I guess what I'm saying is, you know, you don't have to be the expert, you just got to be the guy to line up interviews with a series of experts on a certain subject. And one idea is you can go to ClickBank and look for some products. ClickBank categorizes their stuff number one selling all the way down. So they give you the most popular stuff. But look for some niche stuff that if you asked yourself, well, if I hooked up with this guy and made a deal where you added audio whether you interviewed him or interviewed other experts in his niche. See if you can work a deal. You don't have time to create a whole different product but you've got the ability to do the interviews and to interview other people in the related niche and build the value of this information product. You may want to find some niche product and just build the value through doing audio interviews. And then obviously there's a whole joint venture. You want to find other people
1: with lists that you could market that product that you build to.
0: There's no easy answer, Peter.
1: Is there are models that are more successful than others. It's one of the things that Russell Brunson suggested too in his interview that I did with him that he reckons he's actually starting to employ people to identify other niches Do audio interviews with experts and then market those. He's a traffic generation expert. He's able to bring traffic and build lists. Is that what he makes his money on, selling software on how to build traffic generation? He's got a range of products, Michael. He does a lot of affiliate stuff. How I got to meet him, he did what's called affiliate boot camp. He's charging a grand just to be on his call, but he really lined up some top-level people. ended up, I think he got about 15 or 16 different tele-seminar interviews. It's all good stuff, you know. He got really top-flight people, and and I thought it was good value. There's a lot of information in that that I've yet to sort of get my head around. But that's some of the stuff that he's doing. He just said that he's trying to get out of the internet marketing niche, and he said the same thing. I guess that's really where I've got to start looking at that and picking up other niches that have already got existing traffic and existing lists and help those people add value to their product. That's really what you're saying. You had mentioned a couple of other things. I don't exactly remember. You had some guys in India. What's this thing you're building all these pages for? Okay, there's a couple of... I mean, you've probably heard of Traffic Equalizer and Directory Generator. Yes, I had Directory Generator on my site. Those things are bad news because they took a pretty dim view of those very much sort of spam-looking sites. There's a couple of higher-end softwares. One of them's called MetaWebs. I don't know if you've heard of Nathan Anderson at all. Another one called Instant Niche Portals, which is a product of Chris Law mm. here in West Australia. They are more sort of software-based. They're quite a bit more sophisticated. They essentially still do scrape results from search engines, use those results to optimise a page to a particular keyword and produce a site with, you know, so like if you put 100 keywords in, you get 100 different pages. But in, particularly in, in the case of instant niche portals, they produce a much nicer looking page. You can put some decent articles in there and create actually some reasonable content. So it's not a bad deal. Whereas the, directory-generated sites. A lot of people just use them as spam sites where there's no real value added, as you would understand. So basically, my team builds sites for members of those communities. They're very, very limited members. So there's only, I think, the MetaWords is limited to 400, and the Niche Portal is limited to 100. But they're rabid and keen hunters doing fairly well with that at the moment. So this no. is one of your it's businesses, this, right? Yeah, it's one of my businesses. I suppose the important thing is that I've got a good relationship with reliable Offshore, so I can basically use them to do anything, and I guess that's the important thing out of it. Do they have anything to compare it to? Do you think you're undercharging? I could be, but then, of course, there's an affordability factor because we build them in lots of 40 to 50 to 60. Oh, I see. You're building multiples for, for multiple each customers. customer. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, right. that's it's great. great. It's a good income, but how long it will continue for is another question because, obviously, it's a very limited market. They've got a limited amount of money they can spend. And these are your uh, customers, right? They're my clients. I've got clients in the U.S., U.K., Spain, Chile. how many do you have? About 50 or 60. The membership of those sites is limited. What are they selling? All different things? Mainly AdSense and affiliate products. Oh, so it's mainly AdSense to earn AdSense revenue. That's right, yeah. But what I'm looking at is because I've got my head around now the reciprocal linking game fairly well, I'm looking at a couple of other products that you can build just pretty well plain article site or base content site, and it's not that expensive. So the Metawebs and the these portals, the members are paying three to $500 a month. It's fairly expensive. But there are softwares out there like Excite Pro, and there's another one now for just like 20 bucks a month or something. So I'm looking at seeing if I can create a membership site around that where I'm packaging up a whole lot of audio interviews and maybe access to services, just how-to stuff and make it something that's attractive that could earn them a reasonable amount of passive income. Let's say, so you've got a client who's submitted a couple
0: thousand with you, the main reason you're building these pages for these clients is so they can earn AdSense revenue? That's right. Do all of them include like ClickBank stuff, affiliate stuff, to try and make more income from the page yeah, visit? They,
1: some of them do. That's less effective than the AdSense thing.
0: What kind of volume of hits are these pages getting, is it all across oh, no. the board?
1: Yeah, it, it can vary from 10 to 20 impressions a day or something like that up to several hundred of some people earning some good money. don't they? Would it hurt their AdSense revenue
0: if there were some content on those pages that are just sitting there with nothing on them but
1: AdSense? They do have content on the pages as well. They put article content in and so on. Is it all relative to this site? Yeah.
0: It yeah. is. So there, there is, is an, an article.
1: article content, yeah. I've got lots of opportunities to increase my range of service. You'd be familiar with the whole private label rights issue and rehashing a private label rights articles It's seen as fresh content by the search engines, all that kind of stuff. And there's a couple of softwares that do that now. I'm looking at doing that. I suppose my business is based on the premise that people haven't got time. They just want someone to do it for them. That's true. So I've been quite successful with that. Can you build on what you're doing? Yeah, uh-huh. and I intend to do that. The problem I have with it is that it's not really that passive. There's quite a bit of customer service, which I do have outsourced at the moment. I'm still having to put a fair bit of time in. There's always dramas, problems, and issues that have to be done. It's fine. a good online income, but it's not remotely passive. My focus is to build something that's passive or highly leveraged. I have to because I won't get out of my situation unless I build up passive. I understand.
0: Have you had any other
1: ideas that you've seriously thought about for information products that are more niche? Yeah, my wife and I, we're interested in something in the parenting area. We've been pretty successful with bringing up our kids. We've got three grandkids, so we're quite interested in something like that. Parenting, counselling, my wife's done a counselling course, those sorts of things. We're having a look at something like that. I'll tell you, a huge, very hungry market. It may not be the most exciting market.
0: Parenting, that's a pretty good market. I mean, I don't know how radical, well, yeah, I mean? Everyone has a hard time with their kids, but one that is a real desperate market is the eldering population getting care for, like, your aging parents right. when they can't take care of themselves. There's a huge, huge void in that area. And I've got a friend whose parents had moved out here from Boston about a year ago, and both of them have Alzheimer's, just seeing the deterioration in their mind and what he's got to go through as far as getting them care there's no help out there you know someone who's in that situation will do anything or pay anything just to Get some help. There are so many different markets. There's just millions of them. You got to come up with one that's very hungry and where there's a real need and where there's money to spend the money on it. Sticking with money-making opportunities is always a good idea because you can always get more money when you're selling an opportunity that'll create more money, like my consulting thing or like the how to buy a business thing. You can demand higher prices.
1: Is you're yeah. selling a business rather than something else. I hope I've been helpful. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I think it just confirms the direction to go in, and I think if I stick to existing clients or joint venture partners that have existing lists, I think that's probably the best way to go. As you know, it's it's the marketing that's the issue. Like, It's all very well to think up a nice niche, do a nice product, all the rest of it, but how are you going to market it? That's the question that we have to think of first. You may want to try and take this offer here, the Top Marketing Masters.
0: Take your best interview and give it away for free and then have a link to your sales letter if you like this interview and you want to hear six other Top Marketing Masters on their Inside Forecast Trends and then send them to the sales letter. Yeah. So you're giving them something, and if you really give them value for a measly 97 bucks for six more interviews, that may be more
1: effective. You can certainly try that. Yes. Anything else you can think of that I could help you with or at least try to? That's fine, Mark. I think you have confirmed that. Yeah, I've really got to look further outside the box into other niches.
0: Find some old gurus in Australia from the 70s who are still around and maybe aren't as popular anymore or aren't doing any marketing because they don't know how to use their Internet skills and right. see if you can acquire their product and just interview them. It's the same thing I've done with this Art Hamill guy. Are there any great money-making gurus that you know of from the 60s or 70s or even early 80s mail, on anything, anything from Australia? Who are there. some famous
1: great businessmen
0: from Australia that everyone would know their name? They
1: probably are. The question then is, what's my market channel going to be? Like, how am I going to market that effectively? Let's say if you found Australian real estate billionaire, it could be real estate
0: investors or, you know, whatever the niche is, you could find the best. It could be, I'm just giving you an example, say, mortgage brokers. The people in the mortgage broker circles know who the best mortgage brokers are. If you do some digging and some research and find the number one guy in Australia who just blew everyone away, and he may be a real subdued guy and never or market marketed himself at all, but you may be able to approach him and they would love something like that. You leverage off of all his credibility and all his proof and yes. just do a series of interviews with them on how he did it. Get them to give you the rights or sell you the rights or share in a joint venture to sell his expertise to all the other mortgage brokers. Yep. Any niche you're looking at, find the best or find the greatest or find the three or four or five greatest and interview them and that's going to be of real interest to all the people in the field coming into the field year after year because, you know, they come and they go. They come in, they're there for two months, and they go, and you've got a new crop every year yeah. coming in who want to learn the business.
1: Blame to me with the PayPal shops, I thought that was pretty exciting. Is that as effective as it seems it could be? eBay owns PayPal.
0: So they're all one. What's nice about it, if you found a power seller on eBay, if you see a guy who has a feedback now in the thousands, you know that that guy, if they accept PayPal, he's got that entire database in his PayPal account. You see, every time an order comes in, it's all in a database that you can go in and download as an Excel file. Let's say you're approaching someone, well, you heard the recording, but if you approach an eBay power seller that has a specific market that you want to approach to do a joint venture, the most important thing is you've got to know the guy's got a list. And you know he has a list, and you have a ballpark idea of how many people are on his list, and you know he has access to the email addresses. Yeah. because they're all in his PayPal account. That's the biggest advantage of that whole thing is to know for sure they've got the list, they've got the names, they've got the email addresses and if they have a shop you know what they're selling and then you yeah. can look at all the other stuff they're selling and you just ask yourself, well what can I create for them and do a joint venture with? Yeah, that's like the right model. And you don't have to go through any kind of broker. You just approach them directly through their PayPal shop or through their website. If you work it, I think there's a lot of opportunity in that and there's. Go to PayPal.com and look at all the stores or go to eBay. The well, you know, at the time of the recording, Peter, you could. And yeah. just like eBay, you used to be able to email people using email addresses through eBay. But yeah. they've closed that. Now you have to kind of go through their little system and sign in. And it yeah. is similar to PayPal. It was like the Gary Halbert dollar letter. Have you heard of that? Yeah,
1: I thought that was
0: right. Okay, so you could do that. If you can get their PayPal address, if you find their eBay auction and act like you're going to bid on something and bid on it, you'll have their PayPal address. You may they have to call them and say, hey, what's your PayPal address if you want to use that technique? That's if you want to automate it. Yeah. But if you find someone with a huge list, you just pick up the phone or call them and shoot them an email. You could email them a question you know, through eBay, and if it's an assistant, just ask who the boss is. They've got a big enough list. You can get in touch with them. But that is a nice way. It's it's nice having some intelligence knowing how big their list is. So sure, yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunity right there. I mean, there's millions of auctions going on. There's got to be over 100,000 power sellers or more with all different products, all different kinds of services. And, you know, most people never follow up and sell their existing customers anything else. I'm as guilty as anyone. It's just we're programmed to go after new business, new business, new business. That would be a very fast way if you could find a power seller who's willing to work with you, even if you approach him. Let's just say he was selling something related to antique cars, and he had a huge list, and you contacted him. You imagine well, what kind of audio product could I have? And You could say, look, I have got 10 interviews with the all-time antique car experts. I'm just using an example. As if you already had it already made up and you said would you like to do a deal where you promote this series of audio recordings to your list and we can share in the profits or you know, you'll get twenty percent and I'll get eighty and if you say, Yeah, this sounds really good, then you can just go to work and maybe in thirty days or so you can have those ten interviews. So you can create your product on the fly if you've got the ability to audio record an audio recording. Making product for you is no big deal. Right. It just takes a little time and work, and I mean, it yeah. takes a lot of time and work, but you can do that. You've got the ability to create yeah. products. Yeah. So you've got that down. You just need to find willing partners to promote it. Hi, this is Michael Sanoff with Michael harddefinedseminars.com. Here is another bonus tip in a valuable service that I offer to select clients. If you can talk into an ordinary telephone, you can be selling your own high-priced audio programs in as little as seven days. This is the easiest way on earth to create a series of powerful audio recordings for your own information product. I call you on an ordinary telephone and interview you live on a series of related hot topics about your niche subject. I take care of all the editing, all the technical stuff, and I give you the finished MP3s or WAV files and audio transcripts. I only have time to give this deluxe personalized service to a few more carefully selected clients. If you're interested in developing and creating your own valuable information products that you could have complete in as short as 7 days and be selling for as High is $300, $500, even $3,900, please contact me at michael at hardtofindseminars.com. In the subject line of your email, please write Info Product Information in all capital. Make sure I have your name and a way to contact you by phone and we can talk about your specific ideas. Or you may call me at 858 274 Seven, eight, five, one. Hi, it's Michael Sinoff here with another bonus tip from Michael Sinoff's HardToFindSeminars.com. It's called an audio infomercial. Your audio infomercial, which I create for you, will sell more products of yours faster, easier, and for less cost than any conventional advertising method, and I guarantee it 100%. Imagine catching yourself at concert pitch talking about what makes your business or your product/service unique, what makes it special. Imagine taking a professional recording of that perfect sales presentation that i create for you and giving it to your prospect as an audio CD or an Internet download from your website. I can do this for you faster than you ever thought possible with my personalized audio informational recording service. If you're interested in this unique service, please contact me at michael at hardtofindseminars.com.